It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Welcome back to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. I'm Alexandra, and my co-host here is V and Courtney, and we have a guest which V is going to be introducing. Well, Monica, thank you for being here today. I'm really, really proud and happy to have my friend here with us today. And it's, I don't even know how to describe you because we are such friends. And I think some of the things that I want to say is not appropriate for the time. <laughs> but Monica, you are a nurse practitioner. How many years have you been as a nurse? I went to a nurse practitioner. I've been a nurse since 1987. I went to nurse practitioner school in 1993. Uh, my hospital that I worked for sent me to school. Wow. So it's been more than a few years. It's been a while. <laughs> yes. Let's not do the math here. No. Twins, right? Yes. Mom of the twins. I have twins who will be 20 in April. Smart twins. They're and athletic twins. They're doing great. They go to very uh, intelligent <laughs> schools, both of them. Do you think that anything that you've done as a parent made them both successful young people? I think that they saw me work hard. However, my schedule is such that I work 24-hour shifts and have been working 24-hour shifts as a nurse practitioner um, since I became a nurse practitioner. And so that allowed me to be home with them quite a bit. And they really didn't think I worked. My son asked me one time, Mommy, do you work? And I'm like, yeah, Mommy works really hard. Um, but I was fortunate enough to create my schedule that when they were overnight with their dad, mm -hmm. I worked my 24s. Oh, so perfect. when they were home with me, they were home. I was home. A lot of the guests that we've had on the show have had a very similar theme where, you know, their kids have just been um, so bright and they're very involved in their kids' lives and they've just been... Um, kind of setting the bar for how I would love my two younger girls to be. And the common theme is just parental involvement, you know, and just being there and being involved in their activities. And, you know, we had talked about that on the way to the show, just shuttling them all over all the over. Metroplex and, and being their biggest cheerleader and going to their sporting events and helping them study with their homework. It's just, it's, um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. You it's know? a lot. And they never really um, questioned what was beyond like college. Mm -hmm. And me growing up, I didn't think about college. Me, I, me I wasn't going to go to college. Mm -hmm. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, you are for at least two years. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to go after that, then you don't have to. And I'm like, okay. Well, and I can see Juanita saying know, that. Right? Oh, Juanita, <laughs> we love you. And I'm going to say, I'm saying her name and I'm just keeping myself straight in the chair. And being Is Juanita lady. like Gigi? <laughs> A little bit worse. Oh. A Latina version of DJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, the only school I applied to was Baylor University in Waco. Um, I, I mean, you go from not wanting to go to college oh. and then you apply to Baylor. <laughs> because you know why? Because in one of my jobs that I had in high school, um, I got to work with this lady who was the secretary of the Baylor nursing school here in Dallas. And so she talked about Baylor all the time. And so when I told her I was going to have to go to college, she's like, okay, you're going to Baylor. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> here's the deal. So I agree to go to two years of college. I decide that I want to be a teacher. My mom was like, no, 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 no. You can't be a teacher. If you have to support your kids on your own, it would be really, really, really hard. And my mom was a single mom. 
as well for 10 years. And so uh, I said, shoot, what am I going to do then? If I can't be a teacher, what will I be? I'll be a doctor. Okay. So I go pre-med, get into Baylor, you know, pre-med. And I realized how long I was going to have to be in school before I actually got to do some work. And I was like, oh, my God. Culture shock there even. Mm -hmm. I mean, Baptist University, private school. I'm, you know, Dallas public school educated. Um, And so it was really hard to be there. Um, I was one of probably five brown people that weren't on that weren't playing sports. Mm -hmm. Well, and so it was really different for me to be there. But I realized I could do it. Once I got grades going and everything, I realized, oh, yeah, okay, I can do this. So got a little bit easier. And then I walked on to the soccer team. And so they, you know, so I got to play soccer, which is what I loved in high school. So that made it even better. So I continued there and everything, but um, I didn't want to be there. I did not want to be there. My mom was afraid that if she asked me to, if I wanted to come home, that I would say yes. So she never asked me. I found that later on. So the kids, my kids, I realized, though, that how many doors, just by being there, how many doors got opened for me? Because I didn't know what I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, I just instilled in my kids that, you know, they went to stay started school as soon as they could. You know, I was you know, ready to get them in Mother's Day out programs type of thing just to get exposed to different environments um, and different people. And so that was the expectation. You know, they... With if they got sick, they hated it. You know, if sports soccer practice was canceled, they hated it. And they wanted to be there. But I feel like they learned um, time management at a really, really early age because they knew that if they didn't finish or nearly finish their homework, that they couldn't go to practice. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Alexander and Friends. I'm here with V, myself, Courtney, and our awesome guest, Monica Rincon. If you go ahead and just check us out on Facebook, we've got our prior episode podcast on Alexander and Friends 660, or you can shoot us an email at alexanderandfriends660 at gmail.com. Okay. Sorry, I had to interrupt. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I think, you know, we've talked about this on multiple episodes before, just instilling that whole tri- time structure with kids. And sometimes a lot of parents are like, oh, you put too much on the kids. Busy is good. Busy keeps them out of trouble. Busy teaches them lessons that are going to carry them on when we're not able to be like, did you get your homework done? Did you drink your water? Did you take your vitamin? You know, it it, it instills that in them. Um, so I think that that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I didn't have to hover, really, because mm-hmm. they knew what had to be done. And so fortunately, <laughs> they were two of them and one of me. You know, they complied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, and Courtney just said, drink our water, take our vitamins, and the I've been watching you for the last uh, couple, I think it's been a year since you start to working more with nutrition and you start to giving a little bit of shift in your career. And talk to us a little bit more about nutrition, gut health. Is that just a new wave or is something that's been around and people just don't know about that? Well, um, I've come to find um, that how important nutrition is. We don't, in nursing school, and I believe in medical school as well, they do not focus a lot on nutrition. And so it's up to us to kind of, you know, figure it out or find someone who specializing specializes it and, you know, give us the education because a lot of us are lacking in that. And that's evident in our health status mm-hmm. <laughs> as a nation. Yeah. Um, and so fortunately, about a year and a half ago, I was really looking because I like to stay active. I like to exercise. That's not my issue. I love to exercise. But the nutrition piece was what I was missing. 
And so fortunately, um, I came across um, some supplements that I really, uh, I tried. um, And I was skeptical because I've tried things in the past and I really didn't feel any effects from them. Um, But so super skeptical, but there was a lot of science behind this particular product and studies and patents. And I know that if a product gets patented, you know, they've done a lot of work to get Mm -hmm. there. And so I feel like that those are the reasons I wanted to try it. And thank goodness that I did because um, I was going, it was in zombie mode. At that point, I had been working 24-hour shifts for about 28 years now. And um, it was really, really getting to be a struggle um, just functioning day to day and just being being a participant in my life and my kids' lives. Mm -hmm. And so... um, I came across these supplements, started taking them, and yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot since then. Um, I learned a lot about gut health, about how important your and gut well, health. Yeah, what is that? Tell us about that. What's that? And so, how is gut health, your gut. We're learning a lot, a lot about this. You know, in the past few years, um, gut. Your gut is responsible. Your intestines uh, are responsible for so many things, not just you know digesting your food, but they're your gut is responsible for your immune system. Your um, mood, you know, your gut affects your mood. A lot of our serotonin um, is formed in our gut. So that's our feel good hormone. Mm-hmm. So if you have poor gut health, you're not really producing that hormone. So it's not getting to your brain. As a result, you know, you have a lot of anxiety, stress, ADD, ADHD, mood swings, depression. And so gut health, you know, affects so many things um, in our day to day lives that we are really not aware of. Um, and so our immunity, which is really, really important right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> 80% of our microbiome is in our gut. So if our gut health is poor, you know, we have poor immune systems and we're really seeing that. Monica, and uh, the latest data that we have about obesity in America shows that uh, 42.4% of Americans are obese. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, because that when, when you have that risk factor of obesity, that's not your only risk factor. Right. You mm-hmm. have high blood pressure, more than likely, you know, um, cardiac disease, just so many other things fall into that category, diabetes, right, um, into that category. So just having that risk factor alone is, is really big. Um, and there are things that, easy things, lifestyle changes that we can do um, to kind of help with that. You know, water is a, such basic thing. You know, water is so important to how our body functions. Every single organ functions better when we have the right amount of water in our system. Well, and I'm going to tell you something. I am the queen of diets. I did all the diets that you can even imagine. The moon diet, the the sun diet, the pill diet, the medicine diet. <laughs> the moon anything. and sun diet. <laughs> yes, we have the moon diet in Brazil. Like you can just eat after the moon in, uh, is up or and it's those crazy things like you need to eat like three eggs a day and just two tomatoes and drink water and coffee. And it's crazy. It's crazy. My life was uh, dealing with, you know, the we call in Brazil, Efeito Sanfona. I have no idea what's the name in English. Like you are fat and then you are slim. You are fat, slim. And it's like the, the instrument. Accordion. Accordion. Yes. It's called accordion sim- uh, syndrome because it's that. One month you see the person and she was like, whoa, she lose weight. The next month you look at her and you're like, whoa, you gain weight. Because it's like the, the movement, you right. know. And the problem is anxiety and time and stress and 
everything. And when we consider, you know, uh, life in America, we work a lot. We How can we conciliate, you know, have a good uh, health life and try to, to lose some weight? But I think we need to go to a break. Is yeah. It? Well, I would like to talk more about that. I need to make a couple mental notes because I want to talk about, you know, you you talked about the accordion that just places stress on our body. We do essentially more damage over time. So we may look maybe better on the outside, but that back and forth really takes a toll on our inside. So I want to talk more about that. And then I also want to talk about how the nutrition and, you know, bring into what people can be doing to help uh, combat maybe COVID type stuff and just regular illnesses. So you're listening to Alexander and Friends. I'm here with V, myself, Courtney, and our guest, Monica Rincon. You can also shoot us an email at alexanderandfriends660 at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback. We'd also love if you would like to be a part of our show. If you have a story you'd like to share, please reach out to us. And we're always looking for sponsors, advertisers. If you want to get your business name out there, feel free to send us a message on Facebook and or email alexanderandfriends660. So, Monica, Accordion syndrome. <laughs> uh, Courtney was asking about the effects of that, you know, changing and gain weight, lose weight. And I remember that I watched uh, one of those Netflix uh, programs and was so funny because there is one state and I cannot remember the state right now that pizza is considered a vegetable. <laughs> Yeah, I love pizza. Yeah, I love too. I know. <laughs> but it's considered a vegetable because there is tomato. Yeah. And then... It's totally that, a vegetable. But that is really serious when you talk about, like, children food and nutrition and, right. you know? Right. So how can we have a better life, a healthier life, and keep weight and not be part of these 40-something percent of obese in America? Yeah. So basically, um, you know, get down, get back down to basics, really, you know, eating right, sleeping right, drinking your water, choosing your foods carefully. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a major lifestyle change, but you should be aware of what you're putting in your body and what's in the foods that you are purchasing. Um, sugar is, you know, one of our biggest culprits and it, the sugar addiction is real. Um, but sugar to, to maybe a lot of people is like, literally sugar or sugary drinks but sugar is sugar is in, in our foods yeah in just everyday food that when it breaks down it becomes that right refined or what i don't right. know the terminology but people don't think about that so stuff. what your body doesn't use as fuel mm -hmm. it's going to store as something else mm -hmm. typically fat mm -hmm. and you know and toxins and waste and things like that so um just being aware be having you know talk to somebody and it, it's not difficult and it's not like i said it's not a major lifestyle change but any little thing that you do is going to add up, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know, eat a small little mini size candy bar every day. Oh, it's just a little one. Over time, that is going to add up. However, if you do the opposite, if you make a couple of changes in maybe one or two meals, you know, a day, you know, that's going to make a huge effect also. Uh, so just being more aware of what you're putting into your body and how it's going to affect your body, not just in that moment, but over time is um, probably a better mindset than, what we're used to having is, which is immediate gratification. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's instilling good nutritional habits. That's kind of the foundation. And then to piggyback off of that, the additional supplements and things that people can take to help combat with their immunity and their mental health and gut health and things like that. Yeah. Um, I and, know that those are important. Yeah. And one thing that I loved was uh, when you told 
me about the ether type. What's the name of the test? Metabolic type Metabolically, test. Oh, another hard word for me, but metabolic type test. And I'm going to ask you this and you can say no. I doubt that you're going to say because we are live. But if we, if our listeners want to do the metabolic health E-type or metabolic type test. Yes. I'm getting there. Uh, Can you help them? Yes, absolutely. It's such a simple test. It's a simple test. And um, basically it helps you identify what types of foods your body uses as fuel so that you focus on getting those types of foods more than the others. And so you're either a protein type, a carb type, or a mixed type. And it's a 25 question, 25 questions and that you answer, you know, A or B, you know, and so, the more responses you have, um, like A's, they're geared towards protein. A lot of people don't know that. Anyway, so it really just helps you identify what your body uses as fuel. So you're not taking in food that's just going to sit there like we talked about. And so that it helps your metabolism. And mm-hmm. it's, there's, very, there's very distinct characteristics between, uh, you know, uh, protein type people are fast metabolizers and carbohydrate type people metabolize foods a lot slower so there's different characteristics between the two groups of people that are pretty easy to identify. Well, I think there's a third one that's me that like to eat everything. Mixed. So <laughs> uh, we are going to leave your information on our page so people can reach out to you and do the test. Awesome. It's free. I mean, it's a free test that I, I like doing for people because I, I feel like the more information you have, the better you can do for yourself. It's very eye opening. I took that and my metabolic age was actually almost 20 years older than what I what I'm at. Uh, Age-wise now, <laughs> which is disheartening, and especially when you've been active your whole life and and things like that. But it creeps up on you, and I think the older that we get, and hormones, and our eating habits, and life, and kids. I mean, we want to make excuses about it, but it's kind of the small little habits we can change every day, like not having the soda, not drinking Starbucks so often, really ever. <laughs> it's the baby, it's but the it baby is stuff. it is the baby stuff. But yeah. I mean, things that I've seen, you know, people have success with just kind of instilling in them is when you wake up grab that big glass of water and get your body going, right? right. Um, you're supposed to be drinking, what is it? X amount? It's half of your body weight in ounces. Okay. Dear so, Lord, I'm going to drown. <laughs> so a 200-pound person would drink 100, 100 ounces. ounces. So day. let's think of how many ounces are in a gallon. Do we know? Producer? You know all the things. <laughs> It's a lot, but I know that there's each, the regular water bottles are 16 ounces. They're 16. So, and you know what? I, so for people who have a hard time getting their water in they, mm-hmm. or they forget, I say set a timer mm-hmm. for every two hours if you want, you know, and drink, drink, you know, at least one glass of water mm-hmm. at that, you know, at when it goes off and that'll get you your water throughout the day. And it's just everyday things. Like I think people that aren't water drinkers, it's kind of like, oh gosh, I have to drink more water. It's not sweet. It's not sugary. It's. Thank you, Mike. It's 128 is in a gallon. Okay. Thank you. Um, And so over time, those habits build and they just become second nature where you're reaching for the water when you're thirsty as opposed to a tea or soda. Your body will crave the water. Yes. Once it's used to getting it, it's going to crave the water Mm -hmm. more than anything else. Um, Monica, one thing that I learned with you too is about toxins. You know, uh, I'm a OCD for cleaning, you know that. And I remember that when I first moved to United States, I was trying to clean my my bathroom, and I kind of put like a bunch of stuff. 
and I started to fainting because it was so strong, you know, right. ammonia, but was clean. Exactly. <laughs> right. my, my eyes was like yeah. in on fire. Right. And uh, you were talking to me about how prejudicial this can be for our health. Yes. I'm not a smoker, but that can be a damage for my body, like. The same thing that so you're saying cleaning smoking. is not good for your health. No, so stop that's doing not it, right? what I'm saying. Okay, not done. What I'm I just made my first healthy habit. Check. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, a lot of the household cleaners that we currently use have toxins in them that are really damaging to our bodies in a lot of ways that we aren't aware of. Um, there was a lung a study called the lung study, and um, it was done over a 20 year period of time using over 6,000 people in nine different countries. And what they asked these people to do was to clean their homes just once a week with normal household cleaning products that you buy, you know, at the store. And so what they found over the 20 year period was that these people had as much lung damage to their lungs as if they smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. That's well, crazy. Why is that? The toxins in the products, right? And if you think about it, if you walked into a grocery store blindfolded, you know exactly when you hit the aisle that's got all the household cleaners in it, right? Mm-hmm. And those those containers are closed. So imagine what you're exposing yourself to when you're actually using the open container um, day after day after day. And if you're like V, I mean, you're like shooting your system because, you know, she cleans a lot. And um, people, um, the toxins that are in them, they're, they're neurotoxins. They can have, you know, brain damage, lung damage, thyroid issues. Um, damage to your kidneys and liver specifically because those are the two organs that help you mm-hmm. metabolize things and toxins and help them get you know the toxins out of your system and so a lot of us aren't aware um, when people come up with cancer you know how I don't have any family risk factors or anything like that how did I get it well what are you using? what's in your environment if you don't have the genetic disposition for cancer it's not in your family then it's got to be environmental that you're exposing yourself in some way shape or form hmm. so look at what we're doing not just um, putting in our bodies as far as food um, but also what is in our environment what is in the cleaners that we use what is you know in the shampoo that we use because our our skin I talked about this on I have a wellness page as well on my wellness page that our skin is our largest organ yeah. and it only takes 26 seconds to absorb something through your skin wow and so you know, the average woman who gets ready in the day and the morning has exposed herself to over 200 toxins by the time she walks out of the door because of all the products that we use, you know, getting ready in the morning. And there's also another study that was done on newborn babies, cord blood, babies just born. They took a cord blood sample. And what they found was there's over 200 toxins, almost 300 toxins in their blood. They were just born. So how did they get that? They got that from the mom, from the things she was exposed to. Now, Monica, let's be realistic here. Uh, we can try to be health. And one of the things that sometimes keep us to have better choices is the cost of the products. Okay. It's expensive if you go to uh, Sprouts or Whole Foods and you try to buy cleaning products. First, I'm going to be honest with them, with you. Uh, if you try to clean certain stuff, it's not going to clean. And they cost a lot. So how can we manage both? Because I understand that a lot of times people want to be healthier, but they don't have money. So it's possible. Is there a way to do that? Yes. Um, I've come across in, in the line of my, you know, looking searching for the supplements or being introduced to the supplements. Um, 
the store that I use is the largest online wellness store and they make everything they make has is toxin free, chemical free. So they have a range. They have over 400 products. They have things for your home. They have th- cleaning products for your home, laundry, soap, band-aids even. I heard that are really good. So just imagine, you know, sh- being able to shop at a store online um, by a company that has their mission is to produce every single product that has no toxins in them, but they're effective. They're effective and they're, co- they're uh, cost effective. Um, effective in the way they work and they're cost effective, you know, in allowing you to purchase them, their target Walmart pricing um, or less. Um, and they're not going to be harmful to your system. And so uh, that's a really big part of my life. Now I have found a store to, to replace my target ones, my Walmart runs, mm-hmm. and I can buy the same things there other than fresh produce um, that I was getting before that aren't going to be, that are going to be safer for me, better ingredients. and um, my family has enjoyed the benefits of quite a bit. And Monica, what is the name of your wellness page? Can we find you on Facebook with all that information? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Um, it's my it's my wellness page. It's called Monica's Wellness Group. Awesome. Um, but it is on Facebook. Okay, we'll and, link that to Alexander and oh, Friends. Perfect. And then that way people can get more information. And I know both of us, we're, we order all of our cleaning supplies and I get kids snacks and all my supplements and stuff like that and... I swear, I swear by everything that we have. And I think um, what I wanted to touch upon was just the supplements that you had talked about initially. Some of the things that we take as a family, especially to aid in the combat with COVID health and things like that. Probiotic. I'm a huge, huge believer in probiotic that ties back in with the gut health. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a supplement that's available that has that tied in with zinc and I think vitamin D, which is something that has been recommended um, for daily use. And so far, so good. I actually put my mother on that and she usually has pneumonia this time of year. She's got COPD and heart issues. And I mean, if she, if she were to be infected, I mean, the chances of her successfully coming through it on the other side, healthy are, are low. And so I swear by the probiotic, I think that's been great for her gut health to help aid in her immunity. Um, so we'll put all that on the page. I think that that's very valuable information. Yeah, and our time is almost up here. Monica, thank you so much for coming. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah. It's been great. Yes. So I'm really excited, you know, for 2021. And I think you're going to be able to help a lot of families that are looking for, you know, get out of the accordion syndrome like me. Right. Education. <laughs> you know, education, education is a key. Is a key. Is the key. You know, even if you don't want buy the supplements or yeah. change the products at your house, just make sure that do the metabolic type right. test mm-hmm. to to be aware of the choices that you do. We want to thank Monica. Monica, is there anything you want to leave us with besides telling us that we have to eat good or something <laughs> like that? How about, how about giving us something exciting that we can say, ooh. Well, I just want to say thank you. I, I'm enjoying just uh, being here in front of uh, experts in all of your guys' fields. And so I know that I... Did you hear the word the cream? You said cream of the crop. Cream of the crop right here. So I, I'm, I'm soaking it in and loving it. I love the way she said experts. Experts. We are experts Yeah, at what we do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Please like our Facebook page at Alexander and Friends 660. Shoot us an email at Alexander and Friends 660 at gmail.com and check out our podcast link to our Facebook page.
You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.